Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. When your routine and your habits are really solid elsewhere, when you're doing the best that you can during the week, and you're prioritizing health-seeking behaviors and you feel good about those things, the indulgent times don't feel so bad. But when the indulgent times just kind of spill over into the entire week and you never really get a break from feeling like, you know, you're doing things that don't necessarily align with your values and your goals and what you want, then the weekends and those parties can start to feel icky. Hey everyone, Meredith here. This is a mini intro for our mini episode. We know it's Black Friday, you're probably really busy, but our holiday habits challenge is coming up and it's honestly our favorite thing that we do all year. So this is a little episode on that and we're gonna talk a little more about our fitness program, which is going live today. We hope you're having a great holiday and thank you for taking a few minutes of your time to listen to us. Man, time really flies. Yeah, it really does. But you know what they say? What do they say? Time flies when you're having fun or working yourself to death. No, it, it's that time of year again. It's Black Friday. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, wait, your episodes come out on Wednesday. What are you doing? Well, we're going to record a short one today to talk about our habits challenge, which is starting on Monday, November 27th. How many people do you think are listening to this right now hungover? Probably a lot. Probably a lot. Hungover and like also that feeling you get when you have too much pie. I don't know what yeah, that is. Especially in the U.S. Yeah. Because that's Thanksgiving in the U.S. But yeah. Thanksgiving in the U.S. is different than Thanksgiving in Canada. Oh, yeah? In that Thanksgiving in the U.S. starts at like noon. Right. Like the way we do it in Canada, at least from my experience, like it's an actual dinner. Like Like you show up to your aunt's house at five or six and you eat at a regular time and then you chat and you hang out and you have pie and then you go home. Yeah. Whereas like in the U.S., you have to be there at like 11 (laughs) a.m. And you do two meals. You do the first one and then one of two things happens. You either like you park yourself on a couch and you're there for the rest of the day until you like you get up sometime around, I don't know like 5, 6, 7 p.m. and you go back in and you eat the same food that you just had that you don't actually want. Yeah, or you just fill up on alcohol. Mm-hmm. But I guess like you're there for like, I mean, eight, nine hours. It does. And yeah, by there, I mean your family's house. It and does. I don't know, some people have families that are great. Some people have families that require a little extra alcohol. So, yeah, I don't know. It is different. Yeah, the American Thanksgiving experience is a little bit different. Tight. It's got a vibe. Yeah. I don't know. My family doesn't really do the whole like gorge yourself, but I also have like a really big family that tends to not cook quite enough food. So (laughs) it sort of ends up being like, oh, shit, we're about to run out of oyster stuffing. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyways, there was a family gathering because we always go to North Carolina for Thanksgiving. And I remember there was one time that we ate in your dad's garage and there were like tables and stuff set up. I'm pretty sure you had 12 different desserts. I, yeah, I actually remember at that. At least 12 of, different ones. Yeah. But also, like, there were like 30 people there at one point. Still, you have to try every one. Do you? I, I'm pretty sure I did. Don't do pumpkin pie. That's the one I won't go for. 
I can have a bite of pumpkin pie. I'm yeah. not going to like, you know, let it take over my plate. Mm-hmm. But yeah, pumpkin pie is like baked beans. When you when you say that, people are like, oh, but you haven't had my pumpkin pie. I'm yeah, like, it doesn't matter. True. I don't like pumpkin. Kind of like I don't really like beans. So it doesn't matter if you make banging baked beans. I'm still going to hate them because I don't like baked beans. I don't actually think pumpkin pie is that good. I think people like it because it signifies like a season. Mm. And it's no one makes pumpkin pie outside of Thanksgiving season. So it's like you have a slice just because you're like, I got to remember what this tastes like. Right. Maybe it will taste better than last. No, it doesn't. It's, it's still, still just pumpkin pie. Nasty. It's not nasty. It just is. It's like the, it makes the it's crust got its own... soggy. It's like I don't like soggy crust. It's not the best. So you're pie. telling apple pie doesn't make the crust soggy? No, because apple pie, there's like this film that develops on the bottom and the crust doesn't absorb like pumpkin fluid. Okay. Back when I used to make pies, which I don't really make pies anymore, I used You've to. You've never baked anything for me ever. Yeah, no, I have. And I'm out of cookies. Okay. Well, don't look at me. I used to make like strawberry pies, but I would put like a thin layer of this like white chocolate cream cheese mixture on the pie crust. So that the fluids it would create, it would like seal it. And then also it's delicious. This reminds me a lot of the book I'm reading right now. Yeah. Lessons Lessons in in chemistry. chemistry. Yeah. (laughs) We have a lot in common. You do. Okay, let's get back on topic. I love how like whenever we sit down and record a podcast, the animals decide it's a good time to like just be assholes. Yeah. I was like, oh, this little toy that's been sitting here all week has finally just interest me. Mm hmm. And then Rue likes watching Ivy play. And like whining. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So we are doing our like fifth iteration of the Habits Challenge. Fourth iteration. I don't know. I've lost count. And it's going to be a little different this year. So previous years we have done kind of a habit stacking approach where you layer on habits, you know, each day. And then. um, Well, the first year was. A different thing every day. It was like an advent calendar for random health (laughs) and fitness related behaviors. And you had to post on Instagram every single day. Yeah, that was too much. It was a a lot. But we learned, right? Like you learned by doing that that was probably a little too much. Although I think people did like the sort of spontaneity, but it lacks progression in a way that bothers (laughs) me. So then after that, we moved to, okay, we're going to do habit progression where you start with something basic and then you add a second thing or you make it more difficult. And so you're kind of Yeah, layering habits, stacking them together. And a lot of people have done that challenge with us. And so this year we're following... We we called it the onion challenge. The first year was the onion challenge because it's layered like an onion. It was like the holiday onion. I thought it was so cheeky. And then you're like, Alex, I need to buy a Santa hat, an onion and Christmas lights. Don't ask. Yeah, but I am going to need the business card. (laughs) So anyways, yeah, this year we're following a more traditional challenge format. So it's going to be four weeks again. It's always like around American Thanksgiving and around Christmas. So this year it actually goes Monday the 27th and Sunday the 24th, which is Christmas Eve, which is like kind of nice timing. It doesn't always work out like that. So it's going to be four weeks and each day of each week for that four week period, same behaviors. So we're not going to be adding in. It's literally going to be kind of a, you have 28 days to do these things every single day or some variation of them and see where that lands you from a nutrition, habits, mindset, fitness standpoint. That's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun. Because it's going to be a little bit more engaging. It will be a little harder with that, a little more engaging right from the beginning. And then hopefully by the end, you'll be like, oh, this is easy. I'm an expert. 
Yeah. And then at the end of the challenge, you can say, out of these habits, I really like these three and I think I'm going to take these forward because they are valuable for me. Yep. I didn't do so well on this one, but that doesn't mean I should stop trying. Maybe I'll double down on it. Yeah. And I think the key thing is sort of resisting that. Like there is going to be a day for most people who do this and who would do any challenge like this where you're like, I just really don't feel like doing these things. And you, of course, you have the option not to. Like we don't want to make this so hard for people that they get to day 28 and they do that thing that people do after nutrition challenges where they just pull the plug and they're like, screw that, that was too hard. And then they don't do anything for the next, like the rest of the year. We don't want that. But we are asking that people, they get into this and they're having one of those days or one of those weeks where they just, they feel like giving themselves an out. Like don't lean into doing things a different way or or not like falling back into old patterns. So that's going to be where the challenge comes in this time. And it's not crazy. Like we're not asking people to do crazy things. It's literally, it's a list of nine things. Should I, should I go through the list? Yeah, do it. Okay. So the nine things are, and they're kind of in order of like what you would do during your day, but also like subject to change based on your particular schedule. So the first one is drink 12 ounces of water first thing in the morning. This one's going to be the hardest for me. For a lot of people. Yeah. And that's meant to happen before coffee, like brush your teeth, do whatever, but have it first thing in the morning because most people wake up pretty dehydrated. So it's a, it's actually just a good habit to get into. You can put lemon in that. You can put salt in that. You can do the morning margarita if you like that. And if you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> that's for the veterans. <laughs> and honestly, like starting your day drinking a glass of water, it's a good way to kind of like put you in a mindset of like, hey, I give a crap about myself instead of just going headfirst into your like liter of coffee that you've made. Not that I'm guilty of that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's number one. And then number two, write down a daily gratitude and intention. So this one is kind of meant to help people adopt a lens of gratefulness, which gratefulness is a lens that you can choose to look through. And a lot of people, it's easy to not. It's easy to just be kind of sour and down. But when you take a moment and actually think about things that you're grateful for in your life, it's a lot easier to move through the rest of your day in kind of a grateful mindset. And then your intention, again, it's like, what energy do I want to bring to the day? What core value do I want to honor? What habit do I want to focus on specifically? So what's the focus for the day? Number three, affirm something about yourself. So daily affirmations are nothing new and we're going to ask that you do it. So it's really simple. It's I am fill in the And obviously keep it positive. Yeah. I am capable. I am doing my best. I am working hard. I am strong. I am intelligent. I am Meredith. I am an athlete. Yes. And also I am Alex. Nice to meet you. (laughs) You too. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. So that's that one. You know, the most important story is a story we tell ourselves about ourselves. So it can change the way that you see yourself for the day. Bonus points if you look into the mirror and say this out loud to yourself, which sounds super hokey, but try it because it like number one, it's weird. I'm talking to myself in the mirror, but actually like saying the words out loud is pretty powerful. And if you get into that habit every day, that's awesome. It's Mel Robbins who does that and then high fives herself in the mirror, right? Every day. I don't know if she does the affirmation, but there's definitely a high five. And yeah. she's like, it sounds so silly, but it can be, she talks about all the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just similar. It's yeah. seeing yourself in a positive light and kind of getting outside of yourself almost. Yeah. Yeah. So take advantage, play with it, see what feels right. Morning walk, five to 30 minutes. This is also going to be a hard one for the people, but don't forget, we live in the literal Arctic and we will be doing this. And if we can do this, you have no excuses. 
The science is so clear on the benefits of getting outside first thing in the morning. It helps with sleep. It helps with mood. It helps with activity. If you have a dog, they're going to love it. If you don't, do it for yourself. And you don't have to go out long. If you aren't in the routine of going out in the morning, go out for five minutes. Like, don't overhaul your routine on day one. Build up slowly. Yeah. Try to get out when the sun's rising. But if you have to be at work a little bit earlier and you have to do it in the dark, do it in the dark. Yeah. It's okay. Because, like, you do it in the dark now, but then in the summertime, it'll be... Yeah. Lighter. And then you'll have a morning walk habit that you developed in the dark, dead winter. And that's pretty cool. If you can do it, then you can do it anytime. Straight up. Okay. Next one. Plan and eat three square meals. So square, in our opinion, serving of protein, serving of complex carbs, serving of vegetables. Yes, you can still have snacks during the day. People are going to ask, well, can I only have three meals? No, you can have snacks. Bonus points if your snacks also contain protein. If you're tracking your food, Look to get in 25 grams or more of fiber and then somewhere around your body weight or ideal body weight grams protein. Usually if you're tracking protein and fiber, your meals kind of have to be pretty square and well-rounded. I know that those are kind of contradictory. Square, well-rounded. Nice one. Meals, but it does help to like another way to conceptualize that is like have a fruit or vegetable at every meal and a lean protein. Yeah. The carbs, those things just they fall into place. Yeah, like I mean, a carb source is starch. Fine, yeah. Those are so convenient and easy. Mm-hmm. It's the protein in the fruit that needs a little bit more intention at the grocery store cooking and you prepping. Mean the protein in the fiber? Yeah. Yeah. But the fiber primarily will come from fruits and vegetables and greens. Yes. And then sources of fat too, but. Yeah. And then if you're eating high fiber, high protein, that's a very satiating way to eat. So it tends to kind of like naturally keep yeah. calorie intake. And if you're sitting there being like, hmm, what are good sources of fiber? There's this cool thing and it's called Google. And if you just type in foods high in fiber or good sources of fiber, it will give you a straight up long ass list. It does. And will tell you how much fiber is in each food that it is does. high in fiber. So there's a tip for you. Hot tip from Alex. Yeah. Served up with us. And if you're, of- if you're looking for protein ideas, same thing. Yeah. Google.com. Served with a side of sass. Okay. Next up on the line of eating, no technology at mealtimes. So this is to encourage... Meredith to talk to Alex. Look, we have meals, almost all of our meals that we have together don't have technology. I know, but sometimes I have to be like, yeah, because I've gifted off somewhere in my mind. (laughs) This is to encourage mindful eating where you're paying attention to the food that you're eating, how it tastes, how it feels in your mouth and not just eating while you're distracted doing other things. Probably like a really common thing that people do and you don't realize that you actually didn't taste anything that you just ate, which not only makes the meal less enjoyable, it makes it more likely you're going to crave something you know, purely for the taste of it later. So, yeah. Mind Fun fact, mm-hmm. Meredith and I actually sit down at the table across from each other every single day for dinner. Yeah, we do. I can't even think of days that we don't do that. We sometimes decide to like watch a movie or something. It always feels like such an extravagance. And then sometimes we like want to watch in front of the TV and we're like, ooh, yeah. And then we're sitting at the table because we just naturally we forgot. Re- we forgot. We're just at the table like, shoot, yeah. we were going to watch a TV show. Yeah, yeah. Next one, move your body for 30 to 90 minutes can be hard or easy. So this is meant to build a movement practice by committing to daily exercise or activity. It doesn't need to be hard. It doesn't need to be long. It just needs to be something. So again, if you're coming from zero, look, like going for a second walk for the day for 30 to 60 minutes is perfectly fine. If you're trying to build an exercise routine, this can be a great time to do that. I will go ahead and plug our fitness program, Tactic Fitness. If you aren't sure what you want to do, that's a great option. Daily workouts will be posted. But it's meant to just sort of 
build the identity of a person who moves their body every day in some way. Can you count your first walk as activity? Yeah. Or does I mean, it have to be two? Or do you get to decide that for yourself? Sure, yeah. I mean, you decide that for yourself. If you go out for your morning walk and it's a 60-minute walk, yeah, you should count that towards your activity. But just be it like, you know when it should count and when it shouldn't. Yeah. So just like be honest. Does like house cleaning count? Sure. Yeah. If you can frame it you, that so way. So you get to define it. Yeah. Just like but do what fits into your... Obviously our fitness program is probably the most like optimal. I mean, do you want to clean your house? Do you want to do our fitness program? And be like listening people? to music and hanging out in your home gym. Watching videos of Alex. Getting out of the house. Exactly. Exactly. Next up, minimal alcohol. Start and alternate with water. Okay. Originally, Meredith suggested alcohol free i did and, and even here the whole coaching team was like absolutely i was not. like what do people even do between thanksgiving and christmas and everyone was like uh like holiday parties yeah. gatherings with friends like yeah. i was like oh yeah so we scrapped that <laughs> we're not going to do a dry december but i will say no alcohol is best but there's obviously some social benefit to having it. If you decide to drink at social events, commit to starting that event with water and then alternating your alcoholic beverages with water or some other non-alcoholic option, just so we reduce the amount of alcohol that's being consumed at one time. Yeah, makes you more mindful. Yeah. I'm um, in the habit of like a weekly Friday night beer. They have yeah. really good beer for any brewing company. It's just like, I'm in this thing. And so when Meredith suggested no alcohol, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm I, not going to do I it. I think this is a much more balanced approach. I think it is too. Yeah, for sure. You know if you're someone who would benefit from reducing your alcohol intake. So yeah, this offers an opportunity for you to do that in a way that doesn't mean you have to take it completely off the table. Yep. And the last one, read for 10 plus minutes before bed. This is one that has been on every single habit challenge that we've ever done. It's just a bedtime reading routine. And this is in part to get you away from the TV and shut down technology a little earlier in the day. But also it's just, it's good for your brain. I would not recommend a thriller before bed, but you do you. Or romance. Or romance can be tricky too because you get sucked in. Is and that then you know you that it? there's a kiss coming mm-hmm. and you just keep reading and reading and reading. Yeah. And then before you know it, it's 1 a.m. I remember this time where I was in an airport and I had like most people back in the mid 20 aughts had read Fifty Shades of Grey. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like peak Fifty Shades of Grey time. And I remember walking around an airport and it was before people had like Kindles were super popular. So people were reading books and you could see who was holding Fifty Shades of Grey. And so I remember like it wasn't like I was staring at this person, but I happened to look over and she had clearly read something that was just. I mean, you've read that. Was she hot and bothered? Yeah. I mean, she like closed the book and looked around <laughs> to see who was watching and I was watching. <laughs> and I just thought that was a really funny moment. But yeah, I mean, if you want to read Fifty Shades of Grey, go for it. It just might disrupt your sleep. Don't ask Meredith for a book recommendation. Why? Because she'll say Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes, that is my book recommendation. I did just that. read Lessons in Chemistry and that is a good book. Yeah. And I started this, what is it? The Seven Husbands of... Evelyn Hugo. Evelyn Hugo. Mm-hmm. So, but it seems as though most people have read that one already. Yeah, that's a popular one. Yeah. So that's it. That's the challenge. It's going to come like last year with a document that allows you to kind of journal and track it. For the giveaways this year, we are, again, giving away Garmin watches. But because they were such a hit last year, we're going to give away two. 
plus some other great prizes. Mic drop, two watches. So we're going to do their Uber high-end Forerunner, the 965. We're going to be giving two of those away. And then we're also partnering with some other brands that's in the works. We have partnered with a jewelry company, Cartography, out of New York City. They make really awesome stuff. They make, if you've ever seen the like matchstick that I wear, they're the ones who made that. And their stuff's really meaningful and they're very like aligned with the queer community, LGBTQ, and they fundraise for LGBTQ nonprofits. So very much in line with our values and identity. And then who knows what else we'll get between the recording of this podcast and January 1st, but we're busting our bus to get as many prizes as we can to incentivize people to participate and donate. And like last year, we are doing this in support of the Looking Out Foundation, which is Brandy Carlisle's nonprofit foundation. Every $5 that you donate gets you one entry for the grand prizes, the watches, the necklace, whatever else we get. Something from our house. Something, our personal item. A we'll personal see. item, an old pillow. Who knows? So what we're going to do this year is that $25, if you donate $25, your entries double. If you donate $50, your entries triple. And then if you donate $100, your entries quadruple. And if you donate more than 100, then you're considered a really cool person. A, by a us. super, super great. Yeah. Human. It's going to be available online like it was last year. The document is going to be delivered electronically. And we are, you know, as always, active on social media with it. And we appreciate when you are too. There are no social media requirements to participate or be eligible to win these items. What we care most about is that people do the challenge and get some benefit from actually participating in it. Yeah. Because we have seen year after year, this challenge, what we do, helps people kickstart change in their life, whatever that is. We have so many clients who work with us and our other coaches who found us and came into our world because of holiday challenges. So Yeah, because people are like, what is this morning margarita? I need. Mean, why are you posting about it every day? Right? It's annoying, but it works. Yeah, it does. I mean, there's a reason why we made people post every day. Yeah. But it can do a lot of good if you let it work for you and you work for it. Yeah. And like build a group of people to do it with. Hell yeah. Like if you have a group of like moms that, from your kid's soccer team, like get them all to do it. Get your like entire high school class to do it. Yeah. If you're a teacher or you're a student, mm-hmm. like tell your friends, tell your family, like tell your enemies. Tell everybody. Tell everyone. Yeah. Vampires, a- humans, werewolves. You're- everyone is allowed to do it. Any- and yes, I am watching True Blood right now. Yep. I'm just going to move on. It's a tough time of year for a lot of people, just like the month between American Thanksgiving and the holidays. And so this gives you something to focus on that can make a somewhat unproductive period of time feel quite productive. And also it feels good to focus on yourself when so many of us kind of focus on other people during the holidays. So it's great. We're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to doing it. I think you are. I don't know. Are you going to do it? Obviously. What kind of question is that? (laughs) Since you changed the alcohol one. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm already doing most of that stuff. So it's really the water. Yes. Yeah, it's not too hard. The last thing that we'll talk about on this little mini-sode is our fitness program. It's launched today. Yeah. It's launched. It's live. The website (laughs) is live. You can go onto it. The website is tacticfitness.com. The actual workouts are going to start Monday, but we wanted to give people the weekend to get onto the site, familiarize themselves, ask any questions that they may have on it. 
and kind of get geared up and ready to go. Yeah, we're going live. It's live. It's going to be a big month. Get ready. Hold on to your butts. Have a great holiday season, but stay healthy. Yeah, I think this is this is so cool. It gives you it gives so many people like a positive thing to focus on. And, you know, I don't know what the community involvement is going to be like from the fitness group in the habit challenge, but I see the opportunity for some overlap and just some like good, good to come from this. Yeah. It's not going to take away from you enjoying that period of time where you have holiday parties or you have special gatherings or cookie exchanges or whatever it may be. It's just it's add on and it's going to help you balance out that tough and difficult month for health and fitness for most people. For sure. And it feels better. I mean, holiday parties are challenging, especially if you have to go to your, you know, your spouse's company's holiday party and then yours and then your kids, whatever they have. And it can just feel like a lot of indulgent eating and, you know, drinking. There's a lot of guilt that can happen. But when your routine and your habits are really solid elsewhere, when you're doing the best that you can during the week and you're prioritizing health-seeking behaviors and you feel good about those things, the indulgent times don't feel so bad. But when the indulgent times just kind of spill over into the entire week and you never really get a break from feeling like, you know, you're doing things that don't necessarily align with your values and your goals and what you want, then the weekends and those parties can start to feel icky. Yeah. So that's why we've always put in this time. But now with the fitness program, there's even more opportunity for that. So anyways, that's about it. Yeah. The, the Habits Challenge is live on our tactic method, our nutrition website. And then, like I said, the fitness program you can get to also from the main website, but it has its own website. That's tacticfitness.com. So anything else, Alex? No, I just will say that last year was a really big hit. We fundraised almost $40,000 Canadian. And so I think this year could be even bigger. And we just really, really hope that it is bigger and people sign up and do it and are part of our community because we love nothing more than giving back and growing our community. Yeah. Yeah. And we do put a lot of work in the Habits Challenge to try to make it something that's actually like, you know, really fun and great to do. And we don't take a penny from this. Everything goes. And we feel good about that as business owners too. And we know that people like to give back, you know, whatever they can, even if it's just $5, that matters. Mm -hmm. And it really adds up when you know, there's, there's thousands of people who are donating. So yeah. Yeah. Anyways, thank you for listening. You're welcome. Alex. The question is how many of my jokes are the editors going to cut out? Hopefully none. Hint, hint. Anyways. Yeah. Questions on any of that, feel free to reach out and we'll see you on Habits Challenge. And we'll also see you on the leaderboard with Tactic Fitness. See you later.